I'm here. Shane, you made it? Hello. Oh, he's there, folks. Holy shit. Sorry, I was I late, and this was it was an emergency to go to disc replay and get Vala game. Wait, you bought Vala game, or she bought it first? No, she bought it. She saw that it was on sale, or not on sale, but like disc replay put up a thing on Instagram, and so she called immediately. Oh my god! Because she's a fucking nerd. I hate her. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> Yeah, she told me. She apologized to me. Yeah, I told her. I'm like, you too. tell Ryan that I'm going to be late because of you. <laughs> Shane, did you get an apology from Val? No. How rude. I'm telling you, she's such a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I hope she listens to this. Ew. All right, if I sound like shit, it's because I've been sick for like two weeks. And right now, like, everything inside my head is just one solid block of mucus. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I'm sure I sound nasal, more nasally and annoying than usual. Not the same amount. Okay, good. <laughs> Hang on, let me do it. Let me do a, a big loogie snort here. Oh, don't. Oh, no. That's. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that's one of the few things that actually grosses me out. (laughs) And they, like, all my friends, like, when I was at my other job, my buddy would get a loogie, and then he would show it to me in his mouth, and then he'd spit it out. (laughs) And, like, my coworker now, he'll do it, like, he does it all the time, and just, ugh. Do you remember that episode of Beavis and Butthead? Where they were, like, they were, they had a foreign exchange student, and they were showing him how to stretch his loogies at the mall to like. <laughs> no, I don't recall. That <laughs> oh, was a good one. All right. Um, did you watch that trailer? I told you to. No, I just walked in the door. All right. You should watch it, even if we're recording now, because I want to talk about what Shane has done to us. Again. Well, now I don't want to watch it. <laughs> so, I mean, do you want me to watch it right now? <laughs> Uh, I don't care. You, you can watch it if you want, but I'm going to chastise Shane for it anyway. Good. Good. <laughs> Just the last one, Mike. That's the uh, that's the important one. All right, let's see here. Okay, the alpha test? That's the one. If you can't make it through it, I fully understand. This looks awful, all right? This looks like Detroit Become Human on PS4. Ew! That Lynche? No. (laughs) (laughs) They're spraying this bitch in the face. (laughs) Oh my god! They're treating this thing like shit, and they're. And they're going to wonder why it's coming back. <laughs> How did she get that old gun? <laughs> oh, he's dead. Ew, this is creeping me out. <laughs> it's the face. They're just beating the shit out of this fucking robot this whole movie. Like, I'm not shocked that's coming back to kill people. Now <laughs> she's got a shotgun. I quit giving this thing weapons. Christmas lights. I mean, I'd watch this. Oh my God. 
It looks so bad though. Like they're they're spraying this thing in the face and they're like slapping it and shit. Of course, of course, it's gonna come back to kill everybody. All right. <laughs> well, well, let's say let's get into that in the episode because that's that's like all I wanted to talk about after I watched it today. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh Jesus! All right. Let's wait till Mike's keyboard starts. All right, sorry, we, sorry. Go ahead. St- <laughs> so loud. I know. It's all those cherry red MX switches. Was what? I don't know. I it, <laughs> I just set a mechanical keyboard <laughs> switch. Oh, mine's a Logitech T T seven ten. Oh. So something. Get your shit straight. Excuse me. <laughs> Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. Alright everybody, welcome to All You Need Is Blood, episode number 82. I'm pretty sure. Probably. Um, Yeah, that sounds right. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo. Joining me, as always, my co-hosts, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Fellas, we're back together. It's finally happened. <laughs> the planets have aligned. Absolutely. It feels, feels good. Yeah. It's like, it's like falling off a bike. You never forget it. Exactly. That's what that expression is, right? Yes. <laughs> Well, on the on the podcast, we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, our email is AllYouNeedIsBloodPod at gmail.com. The Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. Instagram account, All You Need Is Blood Podcast. And if you're listening to us, it's probably on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify and other things just type in all you need is blood and subscribe fellas what the fuck i feel <laughs> like shit like my i could feel there's like i don't even know how to describe it it feels like at any moment like a clump of mucus is just gonna come up all right can you look, hit, if it does it's gonna hit my, please <laughs> let's mute your mic that's if if you hear something hit the microphone that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to get to meet the mic who's just going to cough up all over the mic instead. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, but I'm here, and I am ready to rock. So, fellas, what's been going on recently? Shane, is there anything interesting you've been getting into recently? I bought Zombieland Double Tap last Friday. I watched that, and that was actually really hilarious. Really? I- yeah, I didn't get to see it at the cinema, so um, it came out last Friday, and uh, funny story, actually, I said to my friend, I can't afford to buy any Blu-rays this week, don't let me buy anything, and um, I picked up Zombieland Double Tap, and I said, well, you failed in your mission, but it's actually okay, because I really want to see this movie. Um, it's almost as funny as the first movie, and <laughs> I absolutely loved it. It's um, it's got some nice cameos in it. Um, 
got Rosario Dawson, Luke Wilson, isn't it? Um, and it's it's just one of those films you have to watch. There's another Metallica tune in the intro. Um, but overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, what else? Uh, I got my three-disc edition of The Cure's Disintegration finally on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I've been looking forward to it for fucking ages. Um, I've been sick. Uh, so it's all going around. Um, I'm tired. I'm cranky. The cat is a dick. Nothing unusual. <laughs> That's about it. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one sick. I like to be miserable in a group. And you know what they say, misery loves company. That's right. Now, Mike, we haven't spoke to you in about six months. Well, what have you been getting up to recently? Well, I have coronavirus. That's what I'd like to okay, announce good. to people. Um, <laughs> my corona. Yeah. So, you know, um, other than that, it's been working a lot. Uh, they're finally putting me back on day shift in like two weeks. So we'll have a little better of a schedule for this. Because my day shift would be 6 to 2. Right now I'm working 2 to 10 with like Tuesdays and Wednesdays off. And Wednesdays I have school, which I have to drive to the city for. So right. technically I only have one day off per week. So yeah. Uh, but other than that, I've been still playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I put in 130 hours into it. And I'm still not done. Um, I've been trying to watch more movies. Uh, not necessarily all horror. But uh, I've been getting into a lot of just like random... Uh, flicks. Actually, the last like ten movies I watched were all horror movies, so never mind. Um, but yeah, just uh, trying to chill, getting into new music as much as I can, and uh, yeah. So everything, everything's been going peachy. Excellent. Yeah, it's always tough trying to find like time to watch movies. I find now. Yeah. Like even just to go to the theater. Like I had one day this week. Or, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, maybe it was last week. I don't really really remember. But to get to the movie theater, I was like, oh, my God, I've got like three hours where yeah. I can do nothing. I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to go watch a movie. This is great. Yeah, like but. this week it was Invisible Man because Val and I usually go on Tuesdays it's when I have my day off. So like mm-hmm. this week was Invisible Man. Last week was The Lodge. Like two weeks ago or three weeks ago was Parasite. And then like a month ago was Underwater. So we're going like one. Oh, so you saw Parasite in theaters two weeks ago. Some Yeah, two or three weeks ago it was still playing. That's so weird because I watched the Blu-ray like like two weeks ago. <laughs> that is weird. It's the first time I've ever went to the movie theater by myself, which was an anxiety-filled Ooh. fucking mess. For oh, me. I, I am such a fucking loser. I do it all the time. Yeah. Lisa won't. She won't go watch horror movies with me. So like even the Invisible Man or whatever. I usually go Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings. Mm. One of the one of the two. Get in there nice and early. See the first showing. Get out. There's nobody in the theater. Nobody has to see my shame. As I sit there with a box of candy, Ooh, uh, shovel it into my face. Yeah. Except I fucking ate the entire box of um, of Sour Patch Kids before the movie started because of the forty five minutes of trailers. Listen, I don't know if you know who you're speaking to right now, but I'm a Sour Patch Kids watermelon professional, and I can. Oh, it was it was watermelon. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. I recommend getting the uh, one point eight pound bag. 
Ah, I don't know if they had that in the theater. They do. Not the theater, but make a pit stop before. <laughs> Just take my recommendation on that. What about one of those, like, because uh, this is in a mall. What if you go to one of those candy shops in the mall and just fill up, like, you know, like one of those plastic bags with scoops? <laughs> You're going to be end up paying more. Now, see, the 1.8 pound bag is usually 450 to $5. So oh. you're going to get your money's worth. Yep. So is this is this an Amazon purchase you have to get before? Or no, dude, just go uh, any grocery store, at least in the Chicago land area. Any grocery store usually has them as the really big bags. There's sometimes they're mixed in with the regular bags, but you just got to sift through. They're, they're there, dude. Smart. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep these economic savings in mind. <laughs> This is going to change people. Oh, but real quick, like, <laughs> when I saw Parasite, dude, oh, my God. So I went by myself, and because Val was too busy that day going to New York. Unbelievable. And she, uh, and yeah, so I went to the movie theater, got a seat. Of course, I'm sitting next to a Korean woman. So oh, she no. moved her jacket so I could sit in my seat. So then I started feeling bad. I realized I was like the only one in the theater with her. So I was like, moved over a seat. I'm like, you can put your coat back. She's like, oh, thank you. So like, as the movie's going, more and more people come and I'm getting anxiety because now I'm sitting in somebody else's seat because I'm a loser and I'm like paranoid now that I'm going to get yelled at. And uh, so, of course, two people come up into the row and they, (laughs) they're talking to each other and they're like, he's sitting in our seat. And I like pretend not to hear them. <laughs> so they sit in the wrong seats because they go over two. So this is all my fault. And then this is great. Like two or five minutes into the movie, another couple comes and I end up, I was sitting in their seat. So I had to tell the Korean lady to move her jacket again. So then I sat next to her and then they got, you know, stole the wrong seats. So everyone's sitting Did in she- wrong seats because <laughs> of me. Did she look like she was one of the rich Korean ladies or one of the poor ones? <laughs> Listen, Ryan, this is 2020. We can't really be talking about that anymore. We're watching Parasite. <laughs> well, actually, we're watching Parasite like a year after it released, you know. I'm oh, sure you couldn't afford it at the, at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm never going to go see a movie by myself again. Oh, oh come on. It's great, man. <laughs> it was, it was pretty. It? But, dude, as I was walking out of the theater, it's like, besides that Korean lady... And like the couple next to me, it was like 100% old white people. And yeah. like they were complaining the entire time of the movie. And right when the credits start rolling, this one like World War One vet, he was like, that movie was garbage. And like, Jesus. Yeah. And then like I saw another uh, couple, older couple, they were like, well, I don't understand how that won all those awards. And another person said that North Korean movie was garbage. I'm like, oh, no. Get <laughs> <me> out of here. <laughs> Yeah, it's time to leave before they start slinging racial epitaphs and you gotta <laughs> like dodging them and walking up. <laughs> oh shit! Well, that's good. So yeah, I saw Parasite as well uh, in the comfort of my home. Uh, that was actually one I did get Elisa to watch because it's not really a horror movie. So she yeah. was like, "Yeah, okay, you like it." Um, yeah, I did like it. I thought it was really good. Uh, I didn't think it was better than The Lighthouse, which was the best movie last year. And got zero awards. I would so. say I would say 1917 was the best. As like, well, I didn't see that yet. Oh, that's really great. I should add that to my list. If you like like actual like like movie making, like filmmaking, you know, it's oh, yeah. you'll love it because it's like the whole movie looks like it takes place in one scene. Obviously, there's some cuts, but like, dude, there's so long of scenes, and the cinematography is gorgeous. Yeah, I would agree that like Lighthouse is like my number two. 
Jesus. To get to get this movie on Amazon, just the digital copy is twenty bucks. It's worth it. If you Holy have like a shit. like a sound system or like a really nice like TV, this movie yeah. is gorgeous. All right, I'll have to, I'll figure it out when it comes out. We'll deal with the Blu-ray situation then. <laughs> All right, so let's see what else have I been getting into? Uh, Bloodstained. I finished Bloodstained twice because Ooh. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I got super addicted into it, and that like it it was weird because I went through most of the game, and I'm just like literally getting my ass kicked, mm-hmm. and I'm having a, the toughest time with bosses and all this other shit, and then like. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention to the mechanics in the game. Like I wasn't upgrading my spells. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't doing any of that. I wasn't crafting weapons or doing any of that stuff. So I started, I was like, why am I getting my ass kicked so bad? I feel so underpowered. And then I started like, you know, looking up strategies or whatever. Then like, yeah, you have to upgrade your spells and stuff. And I'm like, are you talking about the second bloodstain oh. or the first? Uh, well, the, the real one ritual of the night. The one that's 3D. The one that just released? Well, yeah, it came out like six months ago. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a sequel to the first one, right? Well, yeah, the first one's the, like, 8-bit style one. Right, right, right. right? Okay, I haven't played that one yet. Yeah, the 8-bit style one is good, but that's, like, straight-up Castlevania-type yeah. thing. This one is, is more like Symphony of the Night. So is the is the one that came out six months ago, is that longer? Because I remember when I played the first one, I beat it in, like, three four hours. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, you could, if you, it depends on how much you want to get into it. Like, if you want to collect certain weapons and stuff, you have to, like, go farm from certain, farm this from one guy, farm this from another guy, farm this, craft the weapon, and build up your spells and, like, a whole bunch of shit. Oh, okay. Um, but it's, it's cool. Like it's in depth when you really get into it. Uh, and it's a hell of a lot of fun and it's just hard enough where like, even if you lose to a boss, you're like, I'm going to fucking get this guy. (laughs) Like I'm going to figure his pattern out. That's awesome. So yeah, it's great. Great game. I love it. Um, I read a book fellas. I'll have, you know, I'm very well read. That's one book for 2020. (laughs) Put that on the shelf. (laughs) I read frozen hell. The, uh, previously unreleased novelization of the thing really um, yes which is the original story who goes there by robert campbell was he, he originally wrote this as sort of an outline for a like a much longer story and it never what's that shane remember you telling us about this a few weeks back yeah, because when they announced that shitty thing remake <laughs> they said it's going to be more like the the book right um, so I was like, oh yeah, I just, I, I saw that book it, it, they just released this book a couple months ago. Is it worth, very... is it worth $15 on paperback? Uh, so if, in my notes here, I have, <laughs> I recommend it for everyone that's a fan of the thing, but look for it cheap. It's not a long read. Don't get the hardcover book. It's I was going to say it's $35. On yeah. I made that mistake. I was like, Ooh. oh yeah, def- definitely hardcover. That's what I want. And it came in and it was like the size of a goosebumps book. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> but yeah, the paperback 15 bucks. Um, I mean, you're a big fan of the thing, Mike. I think you would like it. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I would say just get it digitally. I don't know what it's going for. It's probably like five, six bucks. Like, that's really, you know, if you're interested in the actual story and it takes place in like the 1920s, but it has all the characters from the thing in it and you you get to really see where a lot of scenes in the movie come from. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Like, I really enjoyed it. 
I just wish I didn't pay for the fucking hardcover version for 30 bucks. Let me ask you something, since we're on topic of books. Have you ever heard of Bernie Wrightson? No. Okay. So I'm going to butcher this, because I don't read. But apparently, this Bernie Wrightson fella, he uh, is like a master like illustrator. And he's super popular and like the uh, dude, this is so embarrassing because I don't know anything about any of this shit. But like he uh, drew. He's like a comic book artist, I think. Mm -hmm. So he like drew Frankenstein. And he did like a whole bunch of Frankenstein prints in uh, this is going to suck. So Glico or Glico illustration. Someone listening is going to fucking strangle me. But, like, it's, like, all lines. Like, little lines. And, like, his prints go on sale once in a while. And they're, like, limited. And they're, like, uh, limited to, like, 300 And they're, like, 300 bucks a piece or 150 bucks a piece. And they're super all expensive. This, I was going to say, this guy died. Yeah. So, yeah, all this stuff's going to be real expensive. So, he's... They're re-releasing Frankenstein as a hardcover with his illustrations. And it's on Amazon, yeah. and if you, like, look up, like, some of his illustrations, they are gorgeous looking. And, uh, yeah, so I just, since you brought that up, like, I pre-ordered that. That was, like, the first book <laughs> I'm gonna, like, read in years. I love Frankenstein, yeah. but, yeah. I, I That's one of my favorite books. That's one of the only books I read in high school that I've read, like, two or three times after high school. Yeah, me too. That's a great one. I should probably get a few more books and try to actually read this year, um, more so than I normally do. Like, in actuality, it was because I was like, I was going on a trip, like uh, from you know Connecticut to San Diego, so I had a lot of time on oh, my wow, hands. Oh wow, yeah. So I brought a book and uh, crushed it like the whole way out there. Then I'm like, shit, what am I going to do on the way back? <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, let's see what else is. Oh, while I was in San Diego, guys, big news! I saw the boobs. Ooh. From Naked Gun, the, the the boob towers where he looks out the window and goes oh. everywhere, everywhere I look something about <laughs> something reminds me about her. <laughs> He's, so, literally, we're driving up the San Diego coastline, and I'm with my cousin because we're on a business trip. And I look out the window and I go, "Holy shit! It's the boobs from Naked Gun!" <laughs> I'm like, "Slow down! I gotta get a picture." <laughs> That's hilarious. Does he watch it? Uh, he's seen it. He was laughing. He's like, "Dude, what the hell? Like, this is this is way more important than any business we get done." That's historic. Absolutely, they looked great. <laughs> they looked great. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so that's what we got going on. Yep. Um Let's see. What do we want to talk about here? We want to get into little trailers here, Shane. Oh, yeah, go on. Then. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Good lord. Well, <laughs> I'm going to start with the trick. We'll start off with the ones you chose. Okay, we'll start off with the ones that I chose. Let's go in chronological order of trailers that we had. Okay, all right. The first one I posted, Shane, was a new film called Prey. Yeah. Now, this is Prey as in, like, a hunter's prey, not Prey as in, like, you know. Oh, you know, Yeah, that other Prey. Doing a prayer. Um,. So let's see here. What was this trailer about? The trailer is basically uh, Cujo meets Man's Best Friend. I was just going to say it's a Spanish remake of Cujo. Yeah, Spanish Cujo and uh, maybe a little bit of uh, Monkey Shines. Yeah, and only instead of the monkey helping the quadriplegic, it's a dog. <laughs> 
I just gotta say, I'm really glad I didn't watch these trailers because I <laughs> I prefer like your descriptions of them <laughs> more than like anything. So the movie's entirely in Spanish, and even the trailer is in Spanish with subtitles. And uh, it's about a girl who's um I I guess she's a quadriplegic or something, and she's pretty upset, and her dad gets her uh, a trained dog. It looks like a German Shepherd or something. And uh, the dog gets bit by a bat and becomes rabid. <laughs> it starts attacking her when she's alone. Good. It looks fucking amazing um, in, in terms of just a ridiculous story. But it is just a remake of Cujo, as Shane said. It, it, that's really what it looks like. But yeah. I kind of like that it's a little bit of um, monkey shines where the, the guy's monkey helper starts killing him and other people. <laughs> yeah, but Mike, we all know that when Mike says, uh, when Ryan says that it looks amazing, it actually looks shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh. So, no, you're right. I mean, it's probably going to be bad, but come on, man. It's a rabid dog. At least it looks serious. Like, it looks like they're taking it serious, which could go either way. That's good. good or bad. That's so good. Because, like, most movies now, they don't take themselves seriously. It's like, yes, we know it's a joke, but you still made a shitty movie, so fuck off. Right. Yeah, I like that they lean into it. That's what you got to go for. Yeah. Uh, the other one I posted, I actually didn't even watch the trailer I posted. It was the, the trailer for the Candyman remake, which you probably saw, Mike, if you went yeah. to the movies mm-hmm. today. Um, so what are you guys' thoughts on this Candyman remake? I'm not really a huge fan of the original. Uh, like, I like the, the gore aspects of it, like the, the effects and stuff. And I love Tony Todd. And I, I like Virginia Madsen's boobies, but everything else was like, eh. And I live in Chicago, like not in the city city like that, but I don't know. Maybe it's just dated for me because I think I went into this before, but like Cabrini Green's not there anymore. And they kind of capitalize that on this remake, which is kind of cool. But I don't know, seeing it, it's like, eh, it's it, for me, it's just real dated. So like, I'm kind of looking forward to this because it's like, since I don't like the original too much, it's like, it's not going to ruin it for me or anything. And I still have to watch uh-huh. the original sequels, too. So, I don't know. There's something to kind of compare it to. But I'm going to keep an open mind with this one. And the cast looks good already. The acting looks good. It's produced by Jordan Peele. So, it's like, I'm down. I, I remember the sequels being really bad. But, honestly, I haven't watched them since, like, the early 2000s. Yeah. So, I could be wrong about that. But I doubt it. I'm never wrong, right? No, Never. What do you think, Shane? Personally, I think it was awful. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, I read something the other day that it was ignoring the sequels and that this is allegedly a direct sequel, kind of like what they did with Halloween. Oh, okay. I didn't really even notice that. I mean, I know it, it looks like a slightly different story. I didn't even realize they were keeping it yeah, like but, the uh, a sequel. Yeah, this is what I read. I mean, I don't know whether it's fact or not, but... Um, yeah, it just doesn't interest me at all. I mean, the whole scene, there's a scene in the trailer with five girls all standing there, you know, calling Candyman's name in the mirror. And then as they finish, the girl walks into the toilet and she goes into the button of the cubicle and then all these girls get fucking slaughtered. And you're like, oh, okay. It's, it's going to be emphasis on killing lots of stupid teenagers who believe in some kind of urban myth. But, um... There is a scene where the guy is walking past a car and he casts the reflection, and the reflection looks like Tony Todd. So I don't know whether they actually got Tony Todd 
to do this. I am on IMDb is listed as a different character. Oh really? Really? Yeah. I was snooping. <laughs> so unless they change it or something, unless it's a surprise, I don't know. But I was I was hoping they would keep him, but yeah. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, I'm not I'm not interested. To be quite honest with you, I'm not I'm not really looking forward to it. Yeah, I was a fan of the original. I I like that movie. Um, this one, I mean, I kind of like that it's not the same story. It's not just a straight up remake. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were just doing one of those like reimaginings or whatever, but I guess if it's actually like a sequel kind of thing, that could be kind of cool. Uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't too pumped on seeing that, that scene Shane was talking about in the bathroom. Like that seems like the kind of thing I would see in one in like Candyman two or Candyman three. where like, you thought it was awesome where he killed that one girl in the bathroom. Now he's got five. Like that's like, I don't shit. like, I don't know. I don't like how it was like executed, but I feel like if that was an urban myth, that's what would be happening. You know, like a bunch of like kids oh, yeah, like daring each other. Together, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It didn't bug me as much. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll have to see how it comes out. Uh, I think I'm more on Shane's side. I'm hesitant on this. Um, right. I might be in between you two guys in terms of wanting to see it and not wanting to see it. I don't know. But more importantly than that, the Candyman remake, let's talk about Blood Quantum. <laughs> let's. <laughs> this is a trailer. It has zombies in it. Some people are immune to the zombies. And um, th- there's other people that aren't. <laughs> That's about it, folks. <laughs> Next. This is Blood Quantum. Blood Quantum. Shane, are you are you excited to see Blood Quantum? No. Uh, no. <laughs> there's people with it, swords in it as well. You know, it's like, ooh, he has a sword. And the makeup looks pretty good, though. Like the zombie makeup. Yeah, the makeup looks all right. Um, but it, I'm just like, when I watched it, I was like, oh, really? Another zombie film? Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> yeah, it, it it looks like an episode of Walking Dead. Like it it should be just one episode. But a really good episode of Walking Dead. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But uh it I don't know. It, 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 this whole zombie movie thing, I can't believe they're still making like like traditional style zombie movies where there's like oh the zombies are attacking and there's a group of people hiding out and I'm like you got to do something different. That that shit's old. We're tired of it. You can you can only do that so many times, and yeah. I gotta tell you, these most recent films coming out, they're not really bending the rules at all. No, they're not. Uh, and lastly, the last movie trailer that I chose was "Don't Speak," which is about a bunch of shitty actors that got <laughs> together and decided to make a really bad version of a Quiet Place. Okay, there's some monster or something that uh, hears people and kills them. And there's a family that doesn't want to be killed. Oh no. And that's what I gathered from it. They get killed anyway, by the looks of the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like most of them die off. Probably the, the one daughter survives because she's like 18. So yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't believe we're we're at a place where we're watching a a quiet place ripoff. There is that other one on Netflix, wasn't there? It, oh, the, the the Sandra Bullock one. No, that's yeah, that too. But there was another one 
with uh, Stanley Tucci. Oh and yeah, really? Yeah, one, no, that was that was the that was the um, bird box ripoff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they're yeah. they're out there. I watched three quarters of that and then turned it off. And then I sat there. Yeah. I watched Bird Box the other week, and I thought, "Well, that's ninety minutes. I'm not getting back." Sandra Bullock, though, man. Oof. What does that mean? She's in her fifties, and she looks. Oh, okay. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Your your oof could have gone either way. Like like oh, I saw that guy fall down the stairs. Oof. I would say oof. <laughs> that's just like, me. Though. She's like she was born in sixty four. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. She's... She's oof. Kind of like a Michelle Pfeiffer kind of oof. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah her and Aquaman? Holy shit. I oh, know. No, that was Nicole yeah. Kidman. Damn it! Son of a bitch! <laughs> Cut that out of the podcast. Note to self. Aaron, leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> I would say that that, what's that that one chick in Aquaman's hot, but she, she beat the hell out of Johnny Depp. Oh my god, yeah. And then you hear I'll nothing t- from it, by the way. Like, when Johnny Depp was, like, accused of beating her up, everyone's like, oh, rubble, rubble, rubble. And now that's, like, proven that she oh, was doing it to seen, him, now it's like... Pss, 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 pss. I've been seeing stuff all over the place. People complain Have you? about it. Yeah. Uh, I, there was a... There was a <laughs> this is ridiculous. There was a petition to get her pulled from Aquaman 2. Oh, and yeah. Have re- and have her replaced with... Um, what the fuck's her play? Uh, Amelia Clark uh, from Game of Thrones. I guess you could have uh, what's his face? Those two back together. Oh like yeah, season one of Game of Thrones. Uh, and my only thought of that was Amelia Clark hasn't been in a single movie where she wasn't horrible. Yeah, she's pretty bad. Like she's good in like, Game of Thrones, but like she's pretty awful outside of that. Yeah. So I I would be hesitant to replace. Why don't you replace her with someone good? <laughs> So, yeah. All right, Shane, let's go over your picks for trailers. Let's talk about how awesome they are. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Well, I purposefully chose three trailers that looked kind of bad. Just Yeah, you, you, you sure did. Yeah, because I, I, I just looked at it and I was like, oh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be fine. Um, Vivarium with um, Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Potts. Um, they play a couple looking for a place to live, and they find this. It's the Burbs, kind of. Um, except every house looks exactly the same, and everything in the house looks exactly the same, and they can't get out of the area where they are driving into. So they get lost. They go back to the house. And then as the trailer progresses, it seems like they're going stir crazy. And then they get delivered an infant um, in a box, you know. Um, and then it escalates from there. Basically, it turns out the infant is not an ordinary infant of any kind. It's actually some kind of, I don't know, fucking beast type thing that screams and makes a mess. And So a child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then it just, it just kind of, I lost interest. Um, you lost me at Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> but Mike, let me, let me tell you this. This might change your mind. It won't. <clears throat> a good, a good third of the trailer, like 30 to 40 seconds was uh, segregated to 
an an upticking Rotten Tomatoes score. Of course. Until it until it reached eighty nine percent. How excited are you now? Are you serious? They added I that. I swear to God. The the tomato meters going up and up and up. Oh man. I watched that and I said to this movie, "Eat a fucking dick." Yeah, like, that's I do awful. not care. <laughs> well, if Rotten Tomatoes says it was good, then. Oh man, yeah, I I, I don't like uh, Lex Luthor, whatever his name is. He sucks, dude. The only good thing he was in was Social Network because he plays fucking Mark Zuckerberg, who is a robot, and that's how Jesse Eisenberg plays in like every movie is like a fast talking robot like we get it you're socially awkward fuck off now from hollywood yeah was it yeah but wasn't he kick-ass that was pretty good no who was kick-ass jesse eisenberg was not kick-ass well who was the dude from uh uh the marvel movie the guy who's in the first godzilla oh the godzilla guy you're right the bomb diffuser yeah so now what do you got what's your what's your backup jesse eisenberg movie oh nothing i don't like him (laughs) (laughs) regardless of whatever work he was in i like i saw batman v superman and i was like i hate this guy Ugh. (laughs) so yeah uh not too excited about that one but it's got an 89 percent rotten tomato score (laughs) apparently what else we got there, Shane? Uh, we've got a film called Run, which stars Sarah Paulson, um, who obviously was in 12 Years a Slave. Um, she's a series regular on American Horror Story, was in Bird Box. Um, and she's been in quite a few other things. Um, basically, it centers around she has a daughter who is disabled, and basically they're in a house and it seems like oh yeah it's the caring mother looking after her daughter and then it turns out that there's more to it than that um that the daughter was actually kidnapped as an infant by Sarah Pulse's character and she's kept her captive ever since and um she is in a wheelchair so she has no use for legs and it kind of escalates into like a kind of thriller type thing, which uh, looks like, uh, let me see, misery kind of. Mm-hmm. But that's I, it looked interesting. And then I watched it again. And I was like, ah. I, I got to be honest. If it's between a girl in a wheelchair fighting off her mom. Or a girl in a wheelchair fighting off a rabid dog, fucking dog every day, yeah. all day. Um, that's the only, like that. Watching those two movies, I'm like, oh, we got another wheelchair movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, this this one it, it did not excite me in the slightest. Like, not because it looked bad. I don't think it looked bad. I I just I didn't care. Like I'm like, oh, I don't care about this. Like I, don't, I won't watch it. Like that's just something that would come on uh, Amazon or or, uh, or Netflix, and I would you know, pause on that autoplay trailer for like, you know, 30 seconds and then go, nah, not watching this. I'd rather watch another episode of Bar Rescue. My buddy got me on that, on Bar Rescue. He's like, I'm going in. I'm doing the, what did he say? He's like, I'm doing the undercover part myself when he walks in there. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. At first, also, I was like, what I w- are you watching? And then I'm like, man, I want to see him shut down another bar now. On my West Coast trip, I went to Anaheim 
and we went to a John Taffer rescued bar. Are you like, serious? I, Google, I swear to God, we were in Anaheim, and I'm like, there's got to be a bar around here that, that John Taffer went to. And my cousin is obsessed with John Taffer. The two of us quote him all the time. So we went to this place. It was the biggest shithole we've ever seen. This is post-rescue. And we're like, oh, my God, why would John? T-? It was in a strip mall. There was a nail salon. There was this place. And then there was a laundromat. And they were all the same size spaces. Oh, no. And we're like, like, why would John Taffer even go into this place? Be like, oh, this bar is failing. Good. Maybe, you know, maybe they'll open a yogurt shop. Yeah, that's interesting you say that because uh, in another bar rescue, my buddy was telling me that they went to Country Club Hills, which is a shithole by me. Like, mm-hmm. that's like 30 minutes away from us. It's f- fucking terrible. But, like, one of the their bars was in it. And I was like, just let it fail let them die let it go (laughs) we don't need to save this one yeah oh yeah we were so excited we couldn't wait to get in we got in there and there was there was like 30 kegs of hot beer lined up behind us on the bar not in the cooler and they were full and there were cases of beer behind them and we're like shouldn't this shit be like in a cooler or you know refrigerator or something (laughs) and it was gross and dark Ugh. Awesome. Sounds time. good. Oh. Yeah, I recommend it. I forgot I forgot the name of the place. It's in Anaheim though. You can look it up. Um all right. So, let's see here, Shane. The last the last trailer that he watched. I want you to explain this to us. Alpha test. Um basically it's about a robot as uh, as you probably heard in the intro as Mike was laughing his ass off at the trailer. It's about um some kind of AI kind of robot thing that gets um, beaten up and chastised and basically has the shit kicked out of it for when it's wrong, so it learns, apparently. And uh, something makes it go twitch, it gibbers a bit, and basically starts going postal and starts killing everybody in revenge. Mm. Yeah, it's it's like an... uh... Like a, a maid, like a an AI maid, mm. but the the costume is so bad. It's just a woman in a rubber mask, and, and it looks terrible. I'm looking forward to watching it. Oh my god, Mike! I'll just let you know that this is from the director who brought you Clowntergeist and Curse of the Nun. So if, <laughs> if that's going to set you up for success. That's going to be, those movies are on my next tattoo. I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> Clowntergeist. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I like, you know, it reminds me of like people like abusing animals and that pisses me off. So when I was watching the trailer, like they're like spraying this fucking robot in the face and shit. Like, and it's coming like back to kill spray them. Battle, like, yeah. And they like smack <laughs> it and shit. I'm like, oh man, this thing's sentient. This thing can like respond back and i'm looking forward to i want the robot to win in the end i don't want any survivors <laughs> you wanted to kill everyone absolutely so that's where i stand on that <laughs> uh, i will let you watch go ahead mike this is all yours all right. why don't you do a full segment on this when you get a chance oh i'll take it oh i don't know I when it comes out what's it i already this. forgot the name of it yeah oh alpha that's test right. <laughs> all right never mind i got it i got it <laughs> Add that to your favorites. Just put it in your uh, in your 
your Google bookmarks. I like how I'm on IMDb and it just says the plot is unknown at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right, fellas, what uh, what do we got on here? We got some new movies that uh, Mike and I watched, I believe. Yep. Or at least or at least one movie that the two of us watched. Uh, you watched a different one, Mike. Uh, the uh, the Lodge, right? Absolutely, yes. Why don't you tell us about the Lodge? So I went into the Lodge completely blind, and I had no idea what it was about. My buddy messaged me on Facebook, and he's like, "Go see the Lodge." I'm like, "But, but, Bill." He's like, "Just go see the Lodge." I'm like, "Okay." So Val and I went on a like last week or the week before, and I was kind of shocked. And you. I, you guys might know this, but it's a Hammer movie? Yeah, yeah, I saw the trailer for it. And I looked at Val, I'm like, what the hell's going on? And yeah, she did some research, and apparently, like, Hammer was bought a few years back, or, like, last year, like, the name, so they're, like, pumping out movies again. I'm all for it, you know? Yeah, they did They did The Woman in Black uh, with Harry Potter, I think. Right. Maybe it was the other one. <laughs> and, and, and Woman in Black 2 that didn't have Harry Potter in it, I think. <laughs> Uh, they, they've done a few movies. Yeah. So, uh, so I, you know, I started paying attention. So initially, like from the murmurs, I heard this movie was going to be a paranormal flick. <laughs> this movie's going to be a paranormal flick. It was going to be like, it's got the, the kid from the, uh, from it in it. Don't know which, which one? one. I don't fucking know. They're <laughs> all the same. Just fucking, I don't care. Um, but yeah. The one that, the one that stutters. I don't know why I'm asking. Uh, you guys okay. didn't watch it, so I don't know. So, so like, yeah. So the whole purpose of the whole like premise of this movie is, um, Alicia Silverstone's also in it. So wow, yeah, oh. yeah. and she's looking bat girly, which doesn't make any sense. I don't know why I said it. So, like, it all starts off with like this dad taking these kids to this lodge. And it's for like it's over like a Christmas break and he's trying to um, have them talk to his new girlfriend more so they could get to know each other. Obviously, the dad and mom are divorced, so he wants the kids to, you know, kind of like take a shine to his new girlfriend. Unfortunately, uh, a movie standard thing comes and he and it, it turns out she's actually the only survivor of a cult. And they did a mass suicide, and she's the only survivor of it. So she's got some trauma there. And he is an author of cult, like cult books. So don't ask me what they had in common to get into a relationship. But that's the, that's the premise of the movie. And like shit ensues. Um, I mean, I could go into spoilers about it, but for like for right now, I would I would really recommend it because it's it's not. Uh, Try not to spoil it because it's so new. But yeah, I would, I would, I would say it's worth the the ticket price. But it's got a very unique story that I have never really like seen before. Uh, there's some shocking moments, in, especially in the beginning and like throughout the whole movie. You're, it really kept my interest. Unfortunately, it is it feels pretty long. It's got some pacing issues. Uh, Val hated it. <laughs> like she, I think she like despised it. But I thought oh, it, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I don't really want to go into spoiler. I don't want to spoil it for you guys. The trailer looks interesting because um, that's all I watched. 
it, it gave me uh, did you see uh what the hell's the name of that movie uh black coat's daughter yes it did it sort of gave me the vibes of that like it looked really cold and like you don't know what the fuck is actually going on yeah so i mean do you care happening. do you care if i talk about it or do you want me not want me to say anything it's up to you. I mean, I might check it out, but I probably won't watch it until it's either on Blu-ray or on Netflix or something. All right. Well, okay. I'll just spoil it then if you don't care. Do you care, Shane? I don't care. All right. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so it turns out they all go to this lodge and um, they wake up one day and all their shit's gone in the lodge. So the woman, because the the dad fucked off for like a business trip or something. So he left the kids with the ex-cultist and over a couple days. So they wake up one day and all their shit's gone. And she's like, what's going on? Where's all our stuff? And the kids have a passive like fucking with her a little bit because they don't like her. And they're like, "Ah, we have no idea. So as the movie goes on, you realize that they're in purgatory son of a bitch you ruined it i didn't though but like uh as the movie goes on you know they they feel like they can't die uh they feel like they're in purgatory the cultist goes out and she's trying to uh find out like where's the nearest town and she kind of gets sidetracked and she ends up back at the house and you know no one's eaten or anything and yeah they find out they're in purgatory but the whole twist is, and the whole part I liked, is that they're not in purgatory, and the kids were fucking with her the whole time. And uh, she loses it, and the ending, which is I'm definitely not going to spoil for you, but I fucking loved it. Um, it's very dark, and I thought it was great as an ending, because she kind of flips out. So I would I, I, I initially thought The Lodge was going to be more of a paranormal flick, and it wasn't, but I really enjoyed the story, but it felt long at times, and uh, but the, the shocking moments were, they were kept up for me, so I enjoyed it. I would recommend it, and I would give it a 7 out of 10. <laughs> All right. Sounds interesting. Uh, I'm willing to give it a shot still. Good. Uh, most, mostly because I did like the trailer, and I think it looks like the atmosphere in it. I like that it looks like it's ice cold. Like oh, it's chilly. it's cold. Like, when I say their stuff's gone, I mean, like, the heat's gone, power's out, no water, no heat. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, I'm looking forward to that. What do you think, Shane? Have you watched any of the trailers for this or seen anything about it? No. I haven't. No. Nothing on the lodge, huh? Nope. Well, something you may have seen a trailer, or at least probably some advertisements for, uh, is the movie that I watched, uh, The Invisible Man. Yep. So this, um, the probably what has me most excited about this is we finally have an excuse to do the Universal reboots. All the times they tried to make good Universal monster movies and failed. <laughs> For a future podcast, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to watch Dracula. Uh, what is it called? Dracula <laughs> Cursed Unbound? What the hell's the name of that one? Which one? Dra- Dracula has a giant fist of bats that he pounds into a, an army. Is this the oh. Praying Mantis one? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. That's Argento. <laughs> 
No, what, oh, Dracula Untold? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's Untold. I forgot that movie oh. even existed. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to cover all of them. Yeah. Benicio Del Toro Wolfman. Oh, that God. came out on my birthday in 2010. Wow, that must have been a great birthday. I didn't see it. <laughs> I saw it later. It I saw it later. <laughs> All right, so let's get into The Invisible Man. Um, directed by Lee Winnell, uh, who also directed Insidious 3 and Upgrade, um, which was really what like made me kind of want to watch the movie because I loved Upgrade. I thought it was fucking awesome. And uh, it, it kind of makes me want to watch Insidious 3 now. Like, I watched 1 and 2, but I never bothered with 3 because I didn't like... I mean, I didn't, not that I didn't like, but I didn't love the first two. So I was like, ah, I'll watch it sometime. Now I'm like, oh, I kind of want to check it out now because Lee Winnell is uh, pretty decent at directing. Uh, stars Elizabeth Moss, who is probably most famous for The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, she's in a bunch of other stuff, too, that I didn't bother to look up. Mad Men. should have. She's really good in Mad Men. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, did not know she was in that. Um, yeah, was there something else recently she was in? Uh, she was in what Us. What was it? She had a small part in Us. Right. Right. Oh, The Kitchen, that was the one. It was. Uh, I wanted to watch that, but I heard it was really bad, so I never did. Oh. Uh, it, it's, it was based on a, what do you call it, a graphic novel. And I was like, oh, comic book, I'm going to watch that. But, yeah, so she's in it and um, also has... Uh, Aldous Hodge plays her cop friend. Uh, he was fucking great in the movie. Oh, really he was awesome. Uh, like, there were some great characters, just some stuff bouncing back and forth, and I think he was definitely a highlight of the movie. Uh, I did like how tight the story was. There was no globe trotting. There was only a handful of locations. It didn't try to, like, expand the universe of monsters. It just tells a goddamn story. And it sounds so weird to be talking about like a big, like it's a Hollywood production that just has like a beginning, a middle and an end. You're like, oh, wow, that's so nice. It's not some like we're going to, you know, we're going to bring in Tom Cruise and make a dark universe. Um, I, I hope what they that what Universal gets out of this movie is that you're better off just making individual like decent movies, like just make stories and if they're good, then make sequels to those stories, you know? Mm-hmm. If they're bad, that's it. Don't make another one. Uh, but I, I feel like they're still going to try to make some type of crossover or something. I don't I don't trust them. Um, but, yeah, it was good to, to see a movie that the, the stakes weren't the end of the world, you know, if something happens. It's just like a story amongst the characters that are in it. And I think it's smart to give... Movies like this that you that you know companies like Universal consider like you know some of their big properties and give them to like a director like Lee Winnell that can sort of take the keys and do what he wants with it instead of uh, you know trying to make some big multi universe blockbuster that cost four hundred million dollars or something. Yeah. Um, the plot I don't want to get like too much into because it's super super simple. Um, the movie focuses a lot on domestic abuse, both physical and psychological. And if you watch the trailer, I mean, you, you already sort of know what the story is. There's uh, there's a woman who is being stalked by her ex-boyfriend, who's a psychopath, and he's invisible now. And she doesn't really quite know how it happened, but nobody believes her, and it's about her trying to work through the situation. And, you know, it's a super simple story, and... 
it, it works. It works good. Um, there's great action sequences in the movie and, and some good tense moments. Lee Winnell does like a couple of his camera tricks that he uses in uh, Upgrade where the camera follows like a, posi- like a position or a knee or something of an actor as it like falls back and it like locks into place and turns around. Some of that cool stuff is great and I think he, he does a really good job with that kind of stuff. Uh, as a viewer, you, you know, you're constantly watching the entire frame, the whole movie, because you're like, where's the invisible guy? Is something on that table going to move? Is something in the background going to move? You're like, you're you're constantly looking at the whole picture instead of just like looking at the people, which can be distracting at times. I guess that's just the nature of an invisible person movie, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, overall, I like the movie. It's fun. Uh, I didn't think it was a mind-blowing thing. I mean, it was a good movie, and I think a good way to start 2020 uh, in terms of new movies. I'd probably give it somewhere around a 7 or so. Uh, I, di- I didn't think it was, you know, the greatest thing I've ever seen. I've seen, like, a bunch of ads and people on Facebook talking about how much they loved it. And I'm like, yeah, that was good. I liked it. But uh, what do you think, Mike? So, I mean, do you want to go into spoilers at all? I mean, yeah, we could go into spoilers. I'd probably want to save that for a little bit if people actually wanted to see this. I mean, oh, yeah. it sounds like it's popular. So, yeah, I went into this movie like I was going to hate it. I, I, I'm going to put it out there. Elizabeth Moss is garbage. <laughs> I don't like her. In as, this movie or just in general? I don't like her as an actress. And, like, and I'm sure she's a sweet woman. But the whole Scientology thing ruined. Like I don't. I try not to pay attention to that. You can believe whatever. Wait, you can believe I whatever. Did not know this. Right. You can believe anything you want to. You know. You're free to do that. But like a Scientology can fuck right off. And it always disappoints me when I know that like someone famous is a Scientologist and they like buy into that bullshit. If it's just for like the belief or like for the fame. But, like, I feel like she became a Scientologist. Now she's in, like, everything. And I just, I can't stand her. And I I just think she's a shitty actress. And that doesn't change my mind with this. Like, the whole time, she just has her mouth open. She has a stupid look on her face. I can't, I just, I hate it. I hate her as an actress. And I think I would have enjoyed this movie much more if they casted literally anybody. They could have had uh, Tony Todd with a blonde wig on. And I would have, like, totally been on board. Oh, that would have been so sensual, deep voice. <laughs> I know. But with that being said, I liked a lot of everything else. Um, there were times I was kind of bored. Like, it's you can kind of tell what's coming. But there are also scenes that I was shocked at, which you probably know exactly what I'm talking about, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I, I could probably think of the two or three scenes of what's going on. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And I... I love uh, Lewinell's direction because like he does these wide shots and you're like, think you're like, where could the invisible man be standing? And he like, even though the invisible man's obviously invisible, like he puts him in the scene as well, which is brilliant. I thought it was great. Um, And overall, I give this probably like a six because there's some like plot holes in it that were just silly to me. So I, I didn't get <laughs> like I just like there's a lot of times where I just turned to Val. I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. So, yeah, I mean, I, I went in wanting to hate it because of Elizabeth Moss and I just came out only hating Elizabeth Moss. So <laughs> I had no idea that she was a Scientology person. Yeah. Oh, I wish I knew that. I would have made another Tom Cruise reference. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Next time. I'm upset. The whole universal horror thing is going down in yeah, Scientology man. flames. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I guess, who's another one? Uh, what's his face? Michael um, Pena from Fantasy Island 2 and Ant-Man and shit. Yeah. Uh, who, who am I thinking of? The guy from Pulp Fiction. Oh, uh, uh, wow. John Travolta. Yeah, John Travolta. But he's an ex, I think he's an ex-Scientologist. Oh, really? I think so. Leah Remini got him out? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Man. I hope he's going to be in Frankenstein. He'd make a good monster. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Let's get into spoilers a little bit, Mike. Because I know you want to. You want to. Okay. Expand on that a little bit, which which I'm fine with. So, uh, Shane, I'm sure you don't mind, right? I couldn't give a rat's ass. <laughs> okay, so like, I felt like the whole suit thing was really lame. Like he invented a suit that like makes him invisible. I was like, eh, no, no dice, chief. But that that was like my major complaint with that. But everything else was kind of just. I don't know, man. Everything was pretty, like, mediocre. So, what I didn't get, one of the times that Val agreed, and she looked at me, too, is when she starts first flipping out, like, there's somebody in the corner! And, uh, she ends up, like, not hitting the little girl, but, you know, he thinks that she did. <laughs> oh, that was so. I, I laughed at that. So, let me get this straight. She punches, supposedly. She punches his daughter. He's like, you got to go stay at your sister's. And then he leaves his own fucking house. Yeah, he leaves his house. <laughs> with this lady, this crazy lady, breaking China and everything. Like, come on, man. Listen, Mike, we had to get her alone. <laughs> that made <laughs> In no order to have. <laughs> sense to me. I looked at Val. I'm like, why is he leaving? She's, he just kicked her out. And he left. But uh, it, uh, that part really did feel like, all right. We've got to get her in a house by herself with the Invisible Man. How do we do this? <laughs> yeah, and there's just... Yeah, and then another part... The only other part that really stuck out with me was, like, towards the end, where she's, like... The Invisible Man's, like, on her way to, like, continue to beat the shit out of his daughter. And she calls him, and she's like, Hey, your daughter, he's, she's probably going to get the shit kicked out of her. And he's like, Oh, shit. So, he, so she's on his tail. She's on the invisible man's tail in a stolen car. Right. And he stolen just, car, yep. and he like, they just cut to the invisible man opening the door. Like you were just chasing him. And now all of a sudden he's entering. The, it just didn't make sense. So she's just like basically allowed it. She's like, I go in there. <laughs> I'll give you a five minute head start. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it sounds <laughs> small, but like that stuck out to me. I guess I felt that the movie was so like mediocre and boring besides like that restaurant scene that I Oh my god, the restaurant scene was so good. Oh, it was super well done and uh I I wasn't expecting it at all. So, but other than that, I just I thought this was like really down the middle. Like I'm kind of like stretching giving it a 6. Val was so fucking bored during it. <laughs> she came out of it. She's like, "So what'd you think?" And I explained it to her. And she, like, couldn't wait for me to finish. She's like, I'd give it a three. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Okay." laughs> no, I, I liked it. I had a good time with it. Uh, I, I Mostly, I was, like, just shocked at how it was an, a, a small story. Like, it didn't end with her, like, diving to stop the guy from putting the crystal into the fucking beam that's going to turn the whole world and oh, yeah. shut down the stock market. Totally. I was like... Right. I was like, oh, thank God it was just like one guy or whatever, you know, thank God it was just like a small story with like five characters and that's it. Not the end of the world or something like that. Yeah. And you didn't have uh, 
Val Kilmer or somebody coming in introducing themselves as Van Helsing. We're 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 making a team. It's like oh. we're putting together a team. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, so the music stood out a little bit to me. I don't know how you how you felt about it. I thought in certain parts it worked really well, in certain parts uh, it became I, annoying. I, well, see, here's the thing. I loved. I guess it's kind of complete opposite of what you said, but I loved the. A silence in it a lot like the director or whoever yes. was in charge of that he was like there's going to be no music here because that ruins it for me in so many horror movies like they have all this hype music it's like okay something's going to jump out <laughs> like I, okay he jumped out oh god no like an it that was a horrible 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 uh uh way or example for me for how they ruin suspense with sound and in this movie they actually like let it go the only thing I heard was some fat ass bitch next to me chowing down on her popcorn, <laughs> and that's that's like the only thing I heard. But like other than that, I was, I was really. I was appreciate- gonna say at the very beginning of the movie when she's like like sneaking around the house, like trying to get out of the house, and it's all super silent, and she's trying not to make a noise. I was like folding up my box of Sour Patch Kids to like <laughs> to put it in the cup holder, and I felt like it's such an asshole because <laughs> it was like. Crinkle, 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 crinkle. <laughs> yeah, but, Why do they oh. put a goddamn plastic bag in that box? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's all my complaints. So otherwise, like it's not. I thought it, I thought it was way better than it was gonna be. I thought oh, okay. this was gonna. Be, so I, I thought I, this was I had, shitty. I came in thinking it was gonna be really good because I like Lee Winnell so much. I thought it was gonna be like. It, it, it was, it was, I'd probably say a little underwhelming for what I was hoping for. Um, just because I loved Upgrade so much, I thought it was going to be a little more action, more violent, more, you know, it had, it had some violence and had some craziness, but I could have used a little bit more. Yeah, me too. A few more broken bones and shit would have been good. Guy's legs sticking out. They cut a lot of stuff from the trailer, too. Oh, really? Well, yeah, like the whole he's sitting in that chair. Like, that never happened in the movie. Yeah, that always happens, I feel like. Which is fine, because I texted my buddy. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go see Invisible Man. He's like, I already saw it from the trailers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you kind of know what you're going to expect. Like I said, when you're talking about the plot and you watch the trailer, you go, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, I I see where this is going. Uh, And they try to put in a couple twists, but it's not really twists. No, not at all. It's just more like, oh, okay, that was, you know, oh, that was clever. <laughs> I like you tried something different there. You at least tried. Um, what would you say? So of all like the universal monsters, right? You know, you got your Dracula, your Frankenstein's monster, your creature from the Black Lagoon. Like, is there one that you want to see sort of done in, in this smaller narrative style? Uh, probably Frankenstein. I I would like a... Like a like a book version Frankenstein, and I know you said like a smaller like version, but I think if they like focused on maybe like something of that story, you know, maybe not the entire story, but like focused on like maybe the, like the twenty four hours before Frankenstein's monster like comes in existence or something. I don't know. It would be nice to see, but like even though this was so by the numbers, I agree with you that I'm so glad that they didn't add anything extra. So I, I appreciated how small this was. And I, I think any of the Universal Monster movies would benefit from like a style like this. 
Yeah, I, I was thinking specifically. I think like a creature from the Black Lagoon could really work. Yeah, I mean they they did that movie where the lady fucked the fish. Um, oh, that was a good movie. But, you know, yeah, just yeah, and and you could do something along those lines where it tells a story and you just put a little bit more of a horror element into it. Yeah, because uh, I love I love the creature movie. It's one of my oh, it's fantastic my favorite Universal monsters. So I I I'd, I'd love to see something like that that it you know it's not we discovered the underwater city and it's atlantis and it stretches for miles underneath and blah 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 no just dude like you go down to a weird fucking pit in the amazon and there's like one monster floating around yeah and it starts terrorizing a boat that's all you need <clears throat> but that's what i think what do you think shane is there any like a uh, universal or classic monster you want to see um Done in a non super big Hollywood way. Black Lagoon would be quite interesting. The what? Black Lagoon creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh yeah, sure, sure. How about the Wolfman? Is anyone excited about another Wolfman? If they, man, they gotta just do it right, you know. Even like the thirty-one. Did that also come out in thirty-one? I thought it was after. 40s, it might have. It actually might have been forty. It actually, I think it was the early forties that came out. I think might have been forty-one or forty. But like even then, they like that transformation scene is way better than even though how terrible it looks now and how dated it looks. It looks way better than the CGI bullshit that they put out now. And if they like, they took like elements of that old Wolfman movie and they they remade it. And they made like I'm not saying it has to all be practical effects because we waved bye bye to that a long time ago. But mm-hmm. you know if they just like they I just don't feel like they respect a lot of this stuff. They don't respect the source material at all. Like they just like have to be they they know that people's attention spans are so minute nowadays that they have to put in all this over the top bullshit. Benicio del Toro ripping himself out of the chair, you know. And it's like <laughs> come on, man. I just I can't tell you how many times I fell asleep trying to watch that movie. <laughs> At least a dozen. <laughs> I just I don't know, I just don't think that they respect the source material at, at all. And like this one this was a little better because they gave nods like when she, when Elizabeth Moss was like in that hospital and she sees the guy like all wrapped up in bandages and stuff and or she's like she gets woken up and she sees that guy with the hat on, but it's just like a like a, a doll, like a yeah, dummy yeah, or something. Like, a, like that's right, but that's what that's what the guy wore in the original Invisible Man. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like Leonel, like gave respect to the original. You know, he had like little nods, and that's what I enjoy. Like I feel like I didn't what. I'm a little upset. I didn't notice one Chevy Chase reference <laughs> to <laughs> Memoirs of an Invisible Man. <laughs> I heard he's I, I heard like he's going to be the Invisible Man in the sequel. Oh my god! <laughs> have you ever seen that one? No, I've skipped that. Oh, my, it's a John Carpenter movie. It's a must-watch. It's a Carpenter movie. I believe that's John Carpenter starring Chevy Chase as the Invisible Man. I gotta look this up. I'm sorry. If it's a Carpenter, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Carpenter. Yeah. If it's Carpenter, I'm watching it. Uh, oh, it, yeah. From, from, it's Carpenter. From what I remember, yeah. There you go. From what I remember, uh, it is not very good. And it, but I I saw it like six times because it was on HBO for like three weekends in a row when I was a kid. And you know I'm like oh I got nothing else to watch. I guess I'll just watch the Invisible Man movie again. <laughs> but it uses early CG. It's so gross looking. But Sam Neill's in it. Okay, that's probably a positive. I oh. I literally haven't watched it in twenty years. So 
I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to dig it out of my DVD pile and see what it's like. <laughs> it's at the bottom, I'm sure. I did try to make a carpenter section. It may be in there. <laughs> I can't Sorry. believe he directed that. You just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. Go watch the John Carpenter Invisible Man movie. Yeah, you're a real Carpenter fan. Have you ever watched Memoirs of Invisible Man? <laughs> oh, oh, the thing? Yeah, I guess that's okay. Yeah, that's for Normans. I'm, I'm more of an Invisible Man guy myself. Oh, God. Shane, have you ever watched that one? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. I'll send you a copy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right, boys. What else do we got? Anything else or should we close this thing out? Um, no, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm good. All right. Well, I know you missed our hammer discussion, Mike, uh, that Shane and I both decided to postpone. I just talked about a couple movies last time. Oh, but uh, if you feel like it, and you still got your notes. We can always do that next time. Oh, hell yeah. We'll crush something out. Uh, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll have to see what we come up with. So far, I feel like 2020 is off to a good start. I mean, I only saw that one movie, so I guess. <laughs> but if I, I I really enjoyed The Lodge, and like Invisible Man wasn't as shitty as I thought it would be. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like this is like a good start. It's only March, you know. And I didn't hear anything about Fantasy Island. Oh, but I, 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 I've I'm, not heard I'm, anything I'm good about away. Fantasy Island. <laughs> Yeah. Underwater wasn't terrible, so it's just like, uh, even though Val hated that too. I, I'm starting to suspect that Val doesn't like 2020 movies so much. Wow. How dare she? <laughs> I know. She's Fantasy Island anyway. So I'm going to avoid that one like the plague. Like the coronavirus. Well, there's already been multiple outbreaks of the coronavirus in Chicago. So I work at a hotel, so oh no. There's, there's, a, uh, there's a meme going around that Corona's been found in uh, New York, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island, but not Connecticut yet. <laughs> and it was like that, uh, what, what, what's his face, Jordan Peele sweating, like, just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can... I guess the thing is, like, it's just like a, a milder form of the flu. I don't know. So Apparently you get sick yeah. from it. Uh, maybe I have it. I have no idea. I don't have a fever, so I don't know what the, the, you know, the deal is. Yeah. It's it is and it's not like I've heard it's deadly for older people with like shitty immune systems or like babies and then like in between like some 98 year old woman just recovered from it in like fucking Japan or some shit like okay we get it but that's the conspiracy theory maybe I'll do my own podcast on conspiracy theories Uh, exactly Jesse Ventura a call Nah, he's. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Come on, man. Jesse the mind. He's not the body anymore. The only Jesse, Vin- Jesse Ventura I know of is the one in Predator, and that's I am content that's with that. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, like that's the image I have of him, and I don't want it to <laughs> stuff away. Yeah, goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> tyrannosaurus, just like me. <laughs> I love that part. All right, fellas. Let's wrap this shit up so I can go get something to eat out of my kitchen that's been destroyed. Oh, my God. I am getting a fat-ass pizza puff after this. I already have 
Grisano's on speed dial, dude. I'm going to get some monster and play some Assassin's Creed, boy. Woo! That's what I'm doing. That is the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. Not you, Shane. It is. I am. What's so What's so sad about getting a pizza puff? <laughs> to get a pizza puff, some monster place, Assassin's Creed. Oh, Jesus! Oof. It's been a rough week. All right. Well, you enjoy it, Mike, and enjoy that. Enjoy oh. that heartburn. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Let's go through my shit that I got. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the podcast, again, Gmail, all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Facebook group, all you need is blood. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm on Twitter at Ryan Tudelo. Um, Facebook, Instagram, all you need Ryan. And I'm on the uh, upcoming horrormovies.com message board. You can find me on there as well. And uh, the UHM uh, Facebook group. I'm always floating around somewhere. Yeah, I'm on the uh, Facebook group. I run the Instagram page. Um, yeah, I'm on the forum. So go join the forum because all of the, the best people are on the forum. So. Yeah, all four of us were there. All four of us. Shane? Um, 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 yeah, you can find me on Instagram, RoboJames74, and Twitter, Desel Society. You can find me on the All You Need It Blood podcast group on Facebook. Um, and that's about it. But it's a bit pointless because no one ever contacts me on there. So Yikes. Oh, boy. All right. Somebody <laughs> somebody contact Shane <laughs> on the Facebook group. Nobody contacts me anywhere, to be quite honest with you. That's the fucking point. I'm just being grumpy. Yeah, that'll happen. We did keep we yeah. did keep you up till all hours of the night so we can talk about the alpha yeah, yeah. test. And this is all like I, I want to specify this is all Val's fault. She wanted to, she got wind of a Dino Crisis two being sold, and she went there, and she asked me to take and I quote ten minutes out of my way, and it was a forty five minute trip. Oof. So and I'm texting her now and she's not even playing dino crisis she bought another game called kuan for playstation 2 so that was all a wasted trip how <laughs> dare she i i hate her it's val's fault but i'm up late past my fucking time is it absolutely oh, God damn it, so man. if so any anybody who's also mad they should message her and tell her how mad right, they it's are pretty much all val's fault if you're listening to this podcast it's... and you're upset it's definitely because of Val. <laughs> if this isn't up to the same standards as what we usually give out, we're all tired, you know, it's all Val's fault. Yeah, but you can tell Val from me that I'm angry with her because she made me stay up late. And she, I'll, I'll she let her didn't know. apologize to Shane. That's horrible. I mean, what kind of person does that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I kept you up late. I'm not going to fucking remember that. Whoa, whoa. <clears throat> Ah, oh, enemies. Creating them every day. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> are you, like, what are you killing over there? My fucking brain cells. Because it sounds like you're, like, slaughtering an animal. I don't know if it's just my headphones or what. Like a tauntaun. <laughs> it's cold over there, Mike. He's got to get something to sleep in. <laughs> Well, at least Ziggy's out of the way, so that's, 
plus a plus. Oh, poor Ziggy. So, all right, thanks for everybody for listening, and uh, fellas, thanks for coming on and talking about some really dumb shit. Absolutely, anytime. We'll do Hammer next time. It'll be a good sure, time. We'll do some more Hammer. Why not? We'll see what else comes out. That'll be sick. That'll be good. All right, guys. Yeah. I'll just say bye for now. Peace. Oh, man. I started recording our backup about halfway through. Hopefully, the rest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's real great <laughs> I, so here's the fucked up part I had the goddamn thing open and I'm looking at it and I'm like huh that little bar never went up and I go oh I never clicked start oops if something did happen to this one you would have to just put it up I'll as is because it would be hysterical half, half episode. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> Oh, All right. Well, I feel my tits shrinking, so I got to get a pizza puff in smart. me immediately. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'll catch you guys later. See you later. Bye. Oh, fuck.